Hello, and welcome to the Three Uniques podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Rigby. I'm a business and leadership coach and entrepreneur. I'm a single mom of two teenagers and a purpose-led believer. My mission is to maximize the human potential by helping you unlock what's unique in all of us and design a big life that leaves you whole, grounded, and complete. Welcome to Three Uniques. Hello friends, it's Brenda back again with another episode of Three Uniques. I am very touched to be able to introduce you to Rebecca Jenkins. Rebecca is the founder of Argen. Argen is a business growth consultancy out of the UK. And Rebecca and I got connected a few months ago on LinkedIn, reaching out, connecting around similar type content, practices, beliefs around leadership, strategy, culture, and mindfulness. And here's the power, right, of not just the social media platform like LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, but the true power is when we step into our uniqueness, into our full brilliance, our capabilities that we know are innately true about us. And I'm not talking about what was on our last report card or um, performance review and Rebecca goes into that a little bit in the interview, but really innate in us. Like when we know that these are the things that make us unique, these are the things that we're passionate about, the skills that we have, the talents that we have or yet still to develop, the experiences that we've gone through in our life, good, bad, or indifferent, that when we step into our full uniqueness, that we will attract things, people, situations, that help us embody our three uniques and align them in all areas of our life. And when we have that balance or synergy between our uniqueness in our personal life, with our relationships, with friends and family, in our work, our businesses, with colleagues, vendors, stakeholders, in our health, our wealth, our community impact, is that we see our uniquenesses springing up all over the place. So getting back to Rebecca, when Rebecca and I connected, we were talking the same thing. And as two coaches, two consultants, it might be really easy for us to kind of dismiss each other, be competitive with one another, not share our inner workings. And yet, no, she invited me on her podcast. I came, I reciprocated and had her come on Three Uniques. And now we're connected. And we know that there's more of us that think, act in a way that wants to be generative on this planet versus all consuming, that it's not just about revenue and profits, but it's also about relationships and connection. And through that, rich learning, growth, and creativity. So sit back, listen to this wonderful interview with Rebecca Jenkins. Let me know what you think. Leave a review, a comment, share it with other folks that you know. Let's get the word out. Keep sharing your three uniques. Thanks, folks. Hello, everyone. We're back again with another episode of Three Uniques. Today, I have on Rebecca Jenkins. Hi, Rebecca. How are you doing today? Hi, Brenda. You said good morning to me just now, and um, I'm actually coming to the end of my day here in the UK. Yeah, that's that's what happens. So Rebecca is the founder of Argen. It's a business consultancy a business growth consultancy, I should say that, out of uh, the UK. 
And so, yeah, I'm based in Vancouver, Canada. Rebecca's in the UK. We met on LinkedIn. That's how the world works now. So welcome. It is indeed. <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, you came on the Three Unis podcast. I was on your podcast earlier this summer, so I'm glad that we were able to reciprocate and have you on. Uh, can you tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and kind of what you do and what's life like for Rebecca right now in the UK? Well, absolutely. But first of all, perhaps I should just say your podcast was amazing. So if anybody hasn't listened to that, they might want to go along and have a listen because you gave so much value on your podcast. So thank you very much. And a bit about me. Well, we are coping with lockdown here in the UK. We're beginning to rise away from that now. And what I do is I help companies to grow, get them to the next stage of their growth, whatever that might be. So maybe a um, a micro business wanting to get to the next stage. They may be a large corporate that wants to create more customer intimacy and grow their key accounts. So it's about growing businesses at whatever stage they might be at. And it's primarily around helping them to find the great clients for their business, how to win them, and then how to grow them, how to how to take those clients to the next stage and also grow your business at the same time. That's amazing. And so do you mostly work with uh, your clients that are like in the online space or do you also work in like brick and mortar traditional businesses? Yeah, quite a bit in traditional businesses, actually. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, from it's all B2B. Mm -hmm. So it's businesses who are traditionally in the B2B sector and want to get to the next stage of growth. That's really where my experience comes from. But of course, today we've got to take into account the digital world, haven't we? We've got to take into account that there are new ways of doing business. So we have to be um, cognizant of that and look at new ways such as how do you do lead generation using LinkedIn, for example, or how do you build an online program, for example. But yeah, primarily B2B, primarily bricks and mortar, but being very conscious that there's a, lot, a new way of doing things, a new way of marketing your business. That's and gaining amazing. new clients. That's amazing. I'm sure your clients really um, value your expertise and yeah, you're just your focus and your energy towards helping them build their growth. Well, let's hope so, Brenda. I mean, <laughs> you know, what's important to me is keeping clients for the long term. Right. Um, and as long as you're constantly creating a transformation for them or adding value to them, then I think you can build long term client relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Rebecca, you're here today to share your three uniques with us. I'm eager to hear them. Well, let's get started. So you would like me to list them out one, two, three, and then we'll perhaps go into a little bit more detail. Mm -hmm. So the first one for me is something that I learned a very young age when I was in my twenties and I read an amazing book and it made me realize that I didn't have to be the smartest person in the world to be successful and that was about changing my mindset or taking my mindset from where it was at that time and realizing that I could achieve what I wanted to achieve without being um, a triple A student, for example. So mindset is number one. And I think mm -hmm. there are so many things around mindset that perhaps we'll get into. The second one is, that I think is very unique about me, um, is my determination. I will do what it takes to achieve those goals. And I don't want people to misread that and think that's at any cost right. because that's not the case. Mm -hmm. It's about being determined to achieve your goals, but doing that in harmony and in balance with what's important with you in, to you in your life. And then the third one would be, I have this real passion. I absolutely love to help people. I love to help people 
achieve the success that they would like to achieve, whatever that might be for them. Um, so helping them to perhaps if they're growing a business, avoid some of the silly mistakes that I made in growing the business. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so those would be my three things, mindset, helping others and being absolutely determined That's awesome. to achieve. Hey friends, thanks a lot for tuning into our Three Uniques podcast today. And I wanted to interrupt your listening uh, with our current guest today to let you know about our new online leadership training course called Stepping Into Your Three Uniques. So this is all about discovering what's important to you, how to define your uniqueness, and how to build a life around the things that make you unique. So if you've been following along the Three Uniques podcast and hearing guests talk about their three uniques and feeling inspired and compelled to design your own three uniques and look at areas in your life where you're living them or not living them, this is the course for you. I want to encourage you to head over to threeuniques.com and go to our courses page and you will promptly see more information about stepping into your three uniques and what that looks like. So head there after the show today, after listening to this guest talk about their three uniques. Thanks so much for listening. So sorry to interrupt you there. Let's hear about mindset. I'm, I'm curious about that. And we even got into that discussion when I was on your podcast. So how does mindset play into your three uniques? Well, mindset for me is around, you can do what you want to achieve. You can make it happen even if it feels impossible to you right now. So for me, mindset is having an open mindset, being open to new ideas and concepts, and being, it's, it goes beyond positivity. It uses um, techniques such as visualization. And um, I was chatting to somebody just the other day, a friend of my daughter's who wasn't really believing in what I was saying here about you can achieve what you want and it's about using visualization to help you achieve it. So I'm a big believer in your thoughts, become your feelings, become your things. We talked a bit about this on my podcast and I've read a lot of books by Joe Dispenza, who's really helped me to appreciate that. And so it's about having a mindset that says, I can make these things happen. I have to be open to it. I have to set the intention for it. And visualization is a big part in that for me. So if anybody who's listening doesn't believe in that or a bit like the friend I mentioned earlier on of my daughters, if we think about um, something, a really delicious food, you know, it might be a, a pizza oozing with delicious um, cheese right. and it's hot out of the oven. I mean, I bet our listeners, I bet many people's mouths will be salivating at the thought of visualizing or thinking about a really delicious piece of pizza mm -hmm. and the point I make here is that you know if you visualize something like that it is changing the chemical reactions in your body yeah. so it is changing your chemistry you start to salivate mm -hmm. so you didn't that pizza is not real you know I'm not sitting in a front of pizza but my mouth is yeah, it's so true. Yes. I, haven't, I haven't had breakfast yet, and now I'm thinking about pizza for breakfast. And I'm like, that's not really good. Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> well, no. I think that, you know, it's creating that yeah. visualization of something and how that changes your chemical reactions. And that's just a really simple example mm -hmm. of how your thoughts change things. It doesn't matter whether it's real or not. Your mind doesn't know that whether it's real or not. But right. use that visualization 
to help you achieve your goals, to create a really powerful vision and to design your life. Do you find in your own business, like helping your clients reach that business growth that you bring in practices like yes. mindset, mindfulness practices, like this visualization exercise? Yes, absolutely. I do. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're growing a business, as you know, as I know, Brenda, it, there are days when it's really challenging. So you have to go back to your vision to help you through those challenging times and go back to appreciate why you're doing this. And we talked again about this with you, mm-hmm. why you're doing this and go back to your, go back to your vision and take a moment to step into that vision and then come back to the tasks that you're facing right now that might be, might be challenging. Right. So yes, I encourage all my, all my clients to kind of create this really powerful vision. Yeah. Yeah. And when I think about the word powerful, just like you were describing the pizza coming out of the oven, oozing, saucy, like whatever toppings you've got on there, it's like, make your vision as colorful as possible. Like as descriptive as possible. I think all too often, like just coming from traditional hierarchical organizations, vision statements can be five words, six words. Yeah. And it's usually about like win something at all cost or, you know, and, and it's not necessarily compelling and it doesn't, like you say, like rewire our brain to think differently. Yeah. It it does go back to, to reading the book. The book was by, um, it's called Awaken the Giant Within um i can't remember who that's by now it's on the tip of my tongue but anyway i'll look it up I, and put it in the show notes <laughs> yeah um i read his book i'm sure it'll come to me in a minute and i thought oh wow it's all around mindset it's not about your intelligence level mm-hmm. it's about your mindset you can really use your mind properly you can achieve anything doesn't matter what grades i got at school and that was an eye-opener for me. And ever since then, that's been a kind of a real foundation of living my life and helping others to reach their goals as well. That's incredible. Yeah. So determination is your second unique. Let's hear about that. Well, determination for me is about when you have challenging times and you face really difficult times, it's being determined to find a way forward and find a solution very often you have two choices when you're facing something really difficult and you could either choose to not deal with it and go under and, you know, kind of bury your head in the sand, or you can take the choice of, I'm going to work through this. I'm going to find a way forward. There is a solution out there. I just need to find it. Um, And it reminds me of a really difficult situation that I faced in growing my previous business where I had won a dream client. And that client was the body shop, so the retailer. And I was over the moon winning it. It was a big contract. We beat so many competitors. It was very exciting. And after 12 months of running that contract, we nearly lost it. Mm. And we were told as a business, you've done an amazing job. You've hit all the KPIs. You've hit all the service levels but um, you're boring us and you need to change that. And I actually thought, my goodness, I, you know, I don't want to lose this. It's my dream client. I love working with them. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? And I think we've got a couple of weeks to try and sort it out. But I didn't know what it was we had to sort out. And so starting the process of, well, there has to be a way. There has to be a way forward here. Um, and this was a, you know, a really financially successful contract wasn't one that I wanted to lose you know it was one we wanted to keep for long term Mm -hmm. so you know faced with difficult challenges like that example 
there's always a way forward. You've got to be determined to find the solution because it's always there. There is always um, a solution out there that you can apply and that you can work with. And I, I love that. I'm actually just like, it's um, spurring up uh, a piece of feedback that I got about myself when I was like early days manager. And I was actually interviewing for a job and the interviewer said to me, what happens if there's no solution to a problem you're trying to fix? And I said, well, what do you mean? Give me an example. And, you know, he was mentioned what this example would be as relevant to their organization. And I'm like, well, there's got to be somebody on the planet that has done this. Like, you're not the only business. You have competitors. You know, you have, you know, you have clients. You have vendors that help support your business. Like, let's reach out to every possible source and figure out the solution. Um, before we say that there's no solution, right? So, and even there's like, you know, adjacent industries, you know, adjacent customers, adjacent com competitors. There's seven and a half billion people on this planet. Exactly that. Someone's it's, probably else has like figured this out or been in the same situation as you. Yeah. And I, I say that to my clients and I say that to my family as well, that, you know, that, you, know you might be thinking this is the most difficult thing that's ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. Well, we know that we learn from those difficult situations. They're, they're horrible when you're going through them, but you learn so much from them and they take you to the next stage and you are stronger as a result of it. And the more that you can face those challenges, you know, almost bring them on because I'll learn from them. Right. Might hate them, might not like going through yeah. them, but hey, you know. <laughs> I usually don't like problems. I mean, I, I have interviewed some folks actually for three weeks that like problems, which is great. Most of the time I don't necessarily like them, but it's also being, you know, determined to do something about them, which is great. Yeah, absolutely that, Renzi. There's always a way forward. There's somebody who can help you somewhere along the line. It may mean you have to compromise a little bit, but hey, you know, that's life generally speaking, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So now I can see how this leans into your third unique, which is about helping other people. Yes, I th it, um, it's just something inside me and that I love to help others to achieve whatever it is they want to achieve in their life, generally within their business, but not always so. And sharing those experience, helping them to appreciate that there's always a way forward, just be determined to make it happen. So love helping others. I find it hugely rewarding mm -hmm. and fulfilling to help somebody get to the next stage of their business growth, win that bigger client that they thought they were never able to achieve. Um, and I just love doing it. And I would do it for free. You know, that's, you know, you know that question, you know, what would you do if you never got paid? For me, it would be helping others to be successful, mm -hmm. primarily in their business, but in their life and helping them to achieve what it is they want to achieve. I mean, it's just very empowering mm -hmm. to help yeah. others and a privilege also I think to help others to to achieve things that they thought they couldn't achieve and we all need a bit of coaching don't we? we all need a little bit of somebody in our corner helping us um on and guiding us when we have those difficult times I love that I love that so how easy was it for you to come up with your three uniques are these things that sort of are always top of mind for you and guide you in your decisions Absolutely. Yeah, I, it, it wasn't difficult. And I wrote them out um, a while ago, actually, when we were, you know, when we talked about doing this um, podcast. And then um, this morning, I thought, well, where were my notes? Where did where did I write them? I couldn't <laughs> find my notes. So I wrote them down. Mm -hmm. And then I did find my notes. And they were the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I always like talk to my clients about when I'm coaching them around their three uniques is they are there to be a guidepost. Um, it shouldn't be something that, you know, I don't know, you could get a t-shirt or a bumper sticker to help, help you remind yourself, but they are there to keep you focused right on those decisions and those choices that you need to make in your life, in all areas of your life, your work, um, your health, you know, your relationships that you have with people. Do you find that there's a connection point between like when you were talking about your three uniques that not only is it with your business and with your clients, but also in relationships in your personal life? I think it's a way of life. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? I, for me, you know, I'm always talking about mindset with my family and um, with people that I meet who I think, you know, would be would be uh, enjoy a conversation around that so that's very much part of who I am and that determination that self-determination will be in all areas of my life it could be as simple as making sure I exercise every single day you know Mm -hmm. so it could be as simple as that or it could be eating clean and being absolutely determined to eat clean so it applies across my life and then helping others well, I can't help this. And I think, you know, sometimes um, my daughter finds it a bit irritating But when she's bringing friends back from uni. And I'm often talking to them about, you know, designing your life and taking it where you would like to be. Um, and actually, you know, probably gets a bit fed up with that. But, you know, yes, it does. It's, it's just the way I am. It's probably part of my DNA now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the way I like to live, live life. And it's really important to me. Yeah. I find when I stay within my three uniques and not stay from a rigidity standpoint, but really own them and embrace them fully and embody them in all areas of my life. There's this, you know, flow of simplicity over my life. Like I love spontaneity and I love like, you know, creativity and and new things popping in and and in my life. But usually those new things that come into my life, whether it's people or things, objects, um, you know, experiences are related to my three uniques because I'm just so focused on those and living those all the time. I think you're right. It comes up in conversations also with my children that are sort of in those that are like, well, mine are um, in their teenage years, but, you know, embarking upon early adulthood and, you know, they come across situations around setting boundaries around, um, you know, what's important to them and defining their purpose and their values and the, you know, conflicts that they run into like with friends, right. Or, you know, other students in school or teachers and, you know, where they want to stand. In, in themselves, right? It's so easy to kind of be part of the fray and it, it is more challenging to sort of stand on your own and be in that place. But once you're there, I find it so sim- simple and refreshing and um, comforting. It's what you stand for, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's what you believe in. It's what you're passionate about. And I think it is really difficult for young adults these days to kind of to do that when there's so much they have to listen to on social media there's so much um, else going on in their lives so um to be able to instill that in an individual or help the individual instill it in themselves is is a a much better better way of talking about it is important Mm -hmm. you know having those boundaries i agree with you having your values knowing what's important to you and knowing what you won't be compromised on right yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who's your biggest cheerleader? Who inspires you and, and keeps you going? And, you know, when you're not feeling like from a mindset perspective in the right place, who's, who's there to like be in your corner? Um, it's my husband. He's always there. And um, he knows me well enough to say, uh, he just knows what to say to pull me out of those, 
oh my goodness moments or really really moments you know um so he's that he's that person and also my family are really inspiring my children really encourage me and inspire me so um from that way i think it's we're quite a close-knit family and we all know what each other's goals are and what we're all striving to achieve so we can support each other but my husband usually knows the right words and things to say to me when um yeah when it gets difficult because we're all growing a business and that can be challenging yeah absolutely and is there something that you specifically do um like in the morning or in the evening to keep you like sort of in check with your your mindset your vision your goals any like rituals sorry no 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 problem Brenda. i do a meditation every evening as i'm drifting off into sleep um so I really look forward to doing that. And you know, I had um, given it a bit of a miss over um, maybe a month or so ago, and I began to appreciate what was missing. Mm. What was I not doing that I usually do? And I wasn't doing the meditation. So I'm now back in the routine of that. I'm going to be determined <laughs> not to let that um, disappear from my life again and, and make sure I do that on a very regular basis. And then in the morning before I start work, I like to get up early and really do my exercise. Right. So I, I've worked at trying to do the exercise at the end of the day and I don't enjoy that so much. So bright and early up, do the exercise and then that is a box ticked and I can get on with the rest of my day. Amazing, amazing. Well, once you get your body in that, um, that right frame of mind too, that also helps a lot with your mindset throughout the rest of the day. Um, last question I have for you, Rebecca, is if I was to give you a billboard and you could have it anywhere in the world, um, where would it be and what would you put on it? Well, I know what it would be, but where it goes, I don't know at this stage. Give me a bit of thinking time on that. But it would be, you, are, you can design your life how you would like it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, that is available to all of us. It's, it's not even a big cost. You don't have to go and pay a fortune on a course to learn this. You could just read a couple of books. Right. And you could learn about designing your life on your terms and how you would love it to be and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And where would it be? It wouldn't be on this world. I think it would have to be in a place, in space, where we could all read it and everybody could look up to it. Um, and everybody could then get that message. Because I, I think we need to get this message out more um, out into the world so everybody can appreciate it and pick up a couple of books and learn about it mm-hmm. so it would be great if we could influence everybody so i think it has to be a big um a message uh, that everybody can read right. in space somewhere but yeah, i couldn't exactly. quite know how that would work a laser or something up in the sky that says we can all design our lives and read these few books to find out how right well, I'm sure um, some tech wizard or um, scientist will figure out that solution where we can project that image all around the world at the same time. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, it was fabulous having you on today. And thank you so much for sharing your three uniques with us. Oh, Brenda, thank you so much. And I just remember that that book was by Tony Robbins. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense then. <laughs> Awaken the Giant Within. Yes. Really powerful okay. Book. Yeah, that sounds familiar then. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for adding that. And we'll put that in the show notes for folks. Um, and I say to everybody that's listening, I always say this at the end of my podcast, there's seven and a half billion people on this planet. Somebody needs what you've got. So get out there and share your three uniques. Thanks again. Rebecca. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Brenda. Lovely. Thank you. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed the interview with uh, Rebecca Jenkins and myself. I loved hearing about her 
three uniques. And now that I've gotten to know her a little bit more since we initially got connected on LinkedIn, her three uniques are completely aligned in her life. Um, they just flow off her tongue. She knows situations. She's able to reflect on her past, get centered around what's happening today in the present. And she knows where she's going because that filter, that decision-making framework for her is her three uniques. And it's a guidepost, it's a check-in, it's a, yeah, I got this. So thanks for listening today. Again, please leave a comment, a review, like it, share it. We'd love to hear from you. Take care, everyone.